Welcome to episode number 156 of the Jackson Hole Connection, recording right here in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Support for this episode comes from Teton County Solid Waste and Recycling. They're reminding you to reduce, reuse, recycle, and compost. Falls right around the corner as you clean up your yard. Remember, all of those clippings and leaves can be composted. Avoiding single-use products whenever possible is important for our community and the environment. So remember, bring your reusable bags with you whenever you go shopping. Can't remember them? Think about putting them back in your car or your bike after shopping. Also sponsoring this episode comes from the Deli at Jackson Hole Marketplace. We're using the freshest ingredients to build the biggest and baddest sandwiches right here in the Valley. Welcome to the Jackson Hole Connection. I'm Stefan Clark Abrams, your host. Thank you everybody for tuning in again. And if you're a new listener, welcome to your first episode of the Jackson Hole Connection. My mission is to bring you fascinating stories of people connected to Jackson Hole. You know, we all have a story to share. We really do. And the more we sit down and talk with people without an agenda, the more we can learn about each other. The people I interview on this podcast are the same people we sit next to in a coffee shop, or we see on the biking trails in the summer or the hiking trails, or who we might ride the chair lift with in the wintertime. Sharing stories allows us to all learn and grow so we can live full lives. And today, my guest is Wendy Dotson. And Wendy's the new owner of a 45-year-old business in our community, Valley Bookstore. After living in the Valley for about 10 years, Wendy never really felt part of this community until after becoming an owner of a local business. As a centerpiece of our community and viewed as a third place, Wendy and her team at Valley Bookstore are doing their part to keep an important entity alive and thriving through selling books. Although you might view technology as the winning platform for how people entertain themselves, reading books is still thriving. And purchasing books from a local or neighborhood bookstore provides more to your community than you can see. And today, Wendy will share some of those community benefits. Wendy, thank you for joining me here today at the Jackson Hole Connection. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule running an important business in our community. Aw, thanks. I do think it's important and I'm really proud of it. And um, it's hard work to be out there selling all those books. Um, <laughs> but I'm happy to take the time, of course. That's I right. appreciate the opportunity. So, Wendy. Whole- oh, sorry, you go. No, that's all right. What were you going to say? Go for it. I was going to say the whole reason I bought the store was because I really you know, believe in books and believe a bookstore is important to have a vibrant community, but also I really wanted to become part of this community. And so I appreciate the opportunity to be on your podcast and um, connect. I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, I love to hear your story and how it came about of buying the bookstore. I'd like for you to start though, with your, your path, your journey to landing here in Jackson hole. Uh, Can you share with us some background? Absolutely. So it was about um, 10 years ago that I fell in love with this um, guy that I met. And he said to me, if you're going to want to marry me, you're going to have to live in Jackson Hole. (laughs) So I was like, twist my arm. Why don't you? No problem there. Sign me up. Let's do this thing. So I've been here for 10 years and 
the whole marriage thing also worked out. So it's been great. I love living here and love being married to the guy. So that's all good. But I've never worked in this community. I was when I moved here, a fundraising consultant. And so I don't have children and my stepchildren are grown. So I really haven't felt that connected to the community. The one organization that I've gotten involved with is the Raptor Center, which I love, love, love. And, um, and they really welcomed me with open arms and encouraged me to get involved there, which I did. But that's really been my only involvement until the store. Well, woohoo. Now, 10 years later, you are here in Jackson Hole and a business owner. And the name of your store that you have recently bought and how, how many years has that store been in operation? So it's been 49. Is that right? Hold on. One moment. Let me just do a little math check here. 45 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. It originally opened um, on the square and has had one, two, three, three iterations of owners. And I've had very big shoes to fill because Steve Ashley is just a gem of this community. So there's just, you know, not even no one could ever fill this this man's shoes. He's just the nicest human and just a kind love bug, that man. Um, and he's, his wife was involved with the store and it was really, it was, he built the store that I fell in love with and which is why I wanted to buy it because he just created such a great um, place with diverse books and it was so welcoming and, and authentic and what a community bookstore should be. And you have now owned it for how long? You bought it from Steve Ashley. Sure. So I bought the store last October and then we were closed for November while we got ourselves sorted out and moved. And then we reopened in our new location in December. And it was so nice to be able to open up for the holidays in the new location. And it was so, it was a whirlwind time, but then for all of the customers to come in and say, oh, this beautiful new space um, was really gratifying. And why a books bookstore? I mean, are buying a bookstore that's so much where you see today people like, oh, just go to Amazon or Barnes and Nobles and those big behemoths that are in the market. Um, Wait, what was what that you, company called you said? Amma something you think you said? Something I don't like know that. We don't have that. to talk about that. I don't know but, about them. But I'm, I'm really... No, no. I'm really curious to know what was the model that showed that in a community, a, a locally owned bookstore can still thrive. Right. Well, those are the same questions that my husband was asking me when I said I wanted to. And he said, are you going to drive your horse and buggy up to the store and park it out back? I mean, what? But I feel, and I think others in the community feel that a bookstore can really be a centerpiece for the community and should reflect the community, which is a very high-minded intellectual place. And a lot of the local people here really value that and appreciate it and want to support local businesses. And I appreciate that so much. Also, as you can imagine, we get, you know, most of our business, a lot of our business is from tourists. And they're shopping around town and they can't Amazon books to their hotels. I mean, maybe they could probably, but anyway, so it's, I get a, you know, a piece of that, which is really fun. And, and people just, every time they come in every day, we just hear people about how much they love all of the stores on the square and 
love shopping here and buying books and seek out the store and have come to the Valley bookstore for years and years. And we're so happy to find it, even though it moved. So, um, so far it's been working, even though Jeff Bezos is like really trying to take me down. <laughs> Jeff, back off. Yeah. You're already rich enough. Go to the moon. We, we won't let him do that. Wendy, <laughs> we, we won't let him do that. Now, what have you seen as being the impact of, of a local community of a small community having a bookstore? And, you know, another question as well is I'm curious, are you a member of maybe a network of other locally owned bookstores? And what have you learned from them about the impact that, that you all make your industry makes? Sure. So what I've learned is that, you know, people are at home, they you know, like to linger at home, they go to work, but then there's these other kind of third places where people like to linger, whether it's a coffee shop or a bookstore. And it's a place where they can get lost in creativity and thought and ideas. And that has been so inspiring to be part of people's lives in that way for me. And I really love helping our customers who are just walking around, seeing if they need help or if not, if they just want to kill some time, fine. I'm so glad you're killing it here. Um, I do have a network of um, friends throughout the country that own um, small independent bookstores. And, you know, I think Jackson, we should be really proud here that we have the Valley Bookstore and it's, you know, not mine, it's everybody's because I think that our store in comparison to other places in the country does really well. And it's really inspiring to see that people, when they have free time, they want to seek out books. And when they're on vacation, they actually want to go into a bookstore. So I find that all really encouraging. And of course, you know, I get frustrated when I see customers. This is you out there. Please stop doing this. You're going to make me insane. People that come in and they take photos of the books. And I know that they're just going to go home and buy them on Amazon. But um, but what can you do? I mean, I guess it's... And, and I think that's just part of retail now, Wendy. Um, being in, in the bottle shop business, the wine and liquor and beer business, we, we see that as well. There's apps that people will take a picture of wine and they see the price here in Jackson versus what they pay for it back home and they're blown away or they're looking for it to see if they can find it less expensive in other stores or can they find it on the internet less expensive. And, you know, it's it's what we all manage, but I hopefully in the end, people lean into who we are and what our stores do and want to buy from our store because there's a connection there. Versus- yeah, that's been my experience and... I just feel so lucky that people still feel like that. And I think that's what people of why they live in Jackson. They want to be part of a community and they want it to be vibrant and appreciate it. And they don't want to be in a big city and have everything show up at their door. So I feel really lucky to have this store, especially here in this community, which places such a high value on supporting local businesses and, you know, the higher intellectual level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you ever hear people say, are, is reading books still alive? I, I use a Kindle or um, I, there's so much on social media or I read all the news on my phone. Do you ever hear that? And how do you respond if you do? I do. I mean, I hear people say like, oh, honey, do you need a book? And they're like, no, it's okay. I brought my Kindle. I'm like, okay, well, there are those people. But I also feel like, aren't we all so sick of 
being on our computers all the time and you know now with people working remotely from home and they're just looking at their screen and everyone now needs these blue light glasses and i think people in from what i've seen and at least i would say my sales numbers reflect that people still value you know touching and feeling and holding an actual book um, and are happy to get a break from their laptops so I found that all really encouraging. The also other surprising thing along those lines is you would be so surprised how many classics we sell. We have a classic section and you really can't judge a book by its cover. You know, well, when people come in, I'm so surprised how many people gravitate towards the classics and we sell such a large percentage of really great books that have, that have um, lasted the test of time. And I'm with you about the book because I'm in front of my computer all day long and whether it's reading in the morning or reading in the in the evening at home um, I so appreciate just being able to hold a book even if it's the thousand pager that you recommended to me if about two months ago fall of giants or no the what was what the, was it pillars of the earth pillars of the earth can fall it um, I have read uh, fall, fall of giants, but, um, you know, it's a heavy book, but shoot, it's the feel of a book. Yeah. And, and it can go on the, your bookshelf after and be part of your home and be part of your furniture. And it's mm-hmm. part of you. And if you have that on your Kindle, what are you going to, you know, it's not a centerpiece of displaying what's yeah. now part of you and the amount of time that you invested in the book too. I feel like you should get some credit from that and you should be able to carry that heavy book and be like, look what I just read. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told some folks, it was, it was like reading and it, instead of watching TV, it was reading a miniseries. Yeah. Um, essentially is what the book was. And, and that was my entertainment for a little bit. And it did get me away from watching TV, uh, which was, I much needed. <laughs> yeah. And I think both are okay. Finally watching Netflix at night too. No judgment. <laughs> <laughs> and and Wendy, you just mentioned a, a second ago about the classics and how surprised you are of how much people gravitate still to the classics. Mm-hmm. Give some examples of what do you mean by the classics and do you have some titles of classics that you want to share that might be some favorites of yours? Sure. Well, um, right now I've been selling, I feel like they're apropos of COVID of selling Orwell's 1984 and Huxley's Brave New World. I've been selling lots of those. And then my literary adventure this year has been trying to read all of the past um, Pulitzer Prize winners. And so I've been on this. Yeah. So I'm just finishing Angle of Repose by Stegner. And I've been on this whole Stegner kick this year also. But um, so I really have fallen in love with him and his writing. And the plot is not like watching a miniseries. It's like watching a slow drip coffee maker more like, but I'm still really enjoying it. And and just his writing is just so beautiful. I I, I love the the angle of, Pulitzer Prize winners that you're going with. Have you heard of other people taking a similar angle as far as some books to read? And what angle would that be if for, to give people some uh, some ideas of 
if they wanted to find some interesting reads out there? Sure. Well, I feel like it's trying to find a good picker and we have amazing, not to plug my staff, but I do love them so much and so grateful for them, but they, I have staff picks throughout the store. And so if you find one that you say, oh, I love Elizabeth Wright who works here. I love her picks. Then just be on the lookout for those. But, you know, other people really love Oprah's book suggestions or Reese Witherspoon is now gotten into that space or Bill Gates does a book list and and Obama does a book list and Fox News also has a book list. So finding your good picker is a clutch when you are, when you come in and you potentially are overwhelmed and you can always, we have those lists readily available. If anyone ever wants to see what Oprah's lists have been for the past few years, we can, we can uh, provide that. That might be a book in itself because she's been on the air for probably 25 years and has been doing book recommendations for just as long, I would imagine. Yeah. So many of her book picks I really enjoy and I've passed on to when I see any woman in their 20s that comes in looking for a book. I'm like, have you read Wild by Cheryl Strayed? And if you don't trust me, I'm sure you're going to trust Oprah because she loved it too. So that's nice to have her. You know, she's got my back. I, I love this talking about books, Wendy. We're going to have a quick break to have a word from one of our sponsors. And then we're going to come back and continue talking about books and Valley Bookstore. Great. Teton County Waste and Recycling wants to remind you to bring reusable bags whenever you go shopping for groceries or at your favorite store around town. Those reusable bags are really good for the environment because it keeps us from using single-use plastic bags. We have helped remove millions of these single-use plastic bags from the waste stream, and now we can make even a bigger impact by not buying paper bags as well. Food waste composting in addition to yard waste composting is available at the Trash Transfer Station facilities. Just give them a call, 307-733-7678 for up-to-date hours of operation. And additional support comes from the Vault of Jackson Hole, Jackson Hole's only climate-controlled wine storage facility, which is offering temperature-controlled storage for businesses as well. Collect today and then indulge tomorrow. Call 307-248-6392 to connect today. Wendy, welcome back. We're just talking about different book lists and, and pickers. And I, I never thought about when I go into a bookstore to look at it from the sense of pickers. And you, you mentioned some key names there, Oprah has her book recommendations. You said Bill Gates, Obama, Reese Witherspoon. There's there's a lot of different book r- suggestions out there. Now, when looking in, or thinking of, about books and, and what you have for what's available in your space, how do you decide what to carry? I mean, do you, before, and before you answer that, do you have any idea of how many books have been published? Oh, I don't. I know how many books we have in this store approximately, but I don't know how many books. Why do you? Is that like, no, I don't, but think about when the printing press was created and to where we are now and what that did for education and accessibility to information. It, it just exponentializes every year. 
Yes. And that is something that is, I would say the most challenging aspect of my job because I do all the book buying. We have a really strong nature and science section because I'm following, trying to follow in Steve's footsteps if that was something that that he had and created. And I was really, I also loved that. And that was part of the reason why I love Valley Bookstore and being where we are and having everyone here in our community appreciate our environment and care about our environment. So that's something that we have that's very strong and that I try to stay on top of and, and do that. And then also, I think probably maybe a lot of it does calm down to, I try, I would never want to have any type of censorship. So I carry, you know, liberal voices, conservative voices and the like. But um, I think uh, we also probably have a stronger than normal memoir section because I just love hearing people's stories. So I I read a lot of memoirs and um, and then just trying to see what our customers like and thinking about you know, we don't have like a lot of popcorn type books that I call them, which are the mass market media stuff that you would, you know, we don't have to sell like Harlequin romances kind of stuff, but it's like, you know, so I think our selection reflects a little bit of me, but mostly our community and, and what people like to read here. You don't carry Harlequin romance stories? <laughs> I'm stepping. really sorry. Oh, bummer. Um, <laughs> I would be bummed on that. But you um, surprised. There are a few people that have asked. I'm like, maybe you should start carrying just a few. Well, I mean, let's go back to how many books you have in, in your space. Um, let me take yeah. a guess. I'm, yeah. So unique titles. I'm going to guess in your store, you have 6,000 unique titles. Well, I don't know the unique titles. I just know the number of books. Okay. But I would think that I would say unique titles would probably, you know, okay, okay. Well, anyway, I'm going to give you the number and you're very off. Um, so stick to podcasts and not book counting. Um, <laughs> but so we have about, um, we have about 12,500 books in the store. And so I would say we probably have somewhere around eight to 10,000 unique titles. That and- is impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That is really impressive. A lot of stuff to count there. There are. Yeah, a lot. And I'm so grateful to the team because we have to do inventory because when a customer wants a book and it says in the system that we have it and when we can't find it, it is so frustrating. So we Mm. try and count very often and do inventory. Now, what about because you're a a local business here and um, it's about community, there's a lot of people who've written books here in town and how does a a local bookstore support local authors? I'm thank you so much for saying that because as far as being part of this community, I feel that it's my responsibility to carry our local authors. So if any local author comes in and says, I just wrote this book, then we say, congratulations. How do we get it on our books? How do we get it on our shelf? And, you know, in the next two weeks alone, we have four local book author events. So we're always so happy to promote local authors, carry your books and, and help celebrate you and your hard work. I mean, that just, I am so impressed by anybody that can have the time, the, the diligence to write a book, never mind actually get it published or self-published. So we're so happy to support local authors. 
Sorry, that was really long-winded. I might, might have sounded like I was sucking up to local authors, but I am. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think it sounded that um, came come from uh, that direction. Now, you just mentioned these different book events. Tell me about the book events that, that you have at your shop. Yes. So it's been really hard this summer just because it's been so busy and I've been not wanting to tax my staff uh, because it's been busy, which has been great for business. But, you know, my staff is struggled trying to live here in Jackson and the whole thing. So anyway, but now that we're kind of coming out the other side, we've got a, a bunch of author events coming up. We have um, John McLean, who's Norman McLean's son who just wrote a book, Home Waters, and he's coming and a bunch of other ones. And then we've got some national authors coming in as well. In a few weeks, we're going to have Ben Mesrick in who wrote The Social Network and a bunch of other books. He's coming in to do a book event too. He's a he's a buddy of mine. I grew up in Boston. He's also from Boston. So, so come out to Jackson Hole. Not, not hard to convince. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to come out to Jackson Hole? Exactly. You moved here to marry somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to come out for it to sell a book. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, a I was easier. more desperate than he was than he is to sell books. I was more desperate to get married than he was. To, <laughs> not a bad place to come anyway. And and what about clubs? How do how do you as a local bookstore support book clubs? We do support book clubs and we so appreciate all the book clubs out there. I'm looking, I'm sitting in my stock room right now, seeing the the shelf that we have with all the books that are set as if someone is doing a book club event, they can say, I think we're going to need about five copies. Can we put them aside for our book club? And can you give us a discount? And we say, yes, yes, and yes. So we are very happy to support local book clubs and, and give them a discount. And, and how many book clubs do you think you work with here in town? I'm going to say maybe four book clubs, four or five. Okay. And then, awesome. yeah, we are going to be, we have a bunch of book events coming up that I mentioned, but we're going to also be starting a conservation focused book club um, this fall. So be on the lookout for that because there's so many wonderful writers um, and books about conservation that I feel like that are really worth reading, but also really worth talking about and thinking about in this community, how we can be leveraging other people's ideas. So Mm. um, I think that could potentially play an interesting and important role for the community to spark discussion. And, and being a community bookstore, a small um, book reseller, how long does it take you to get books in if, if somebody were to order it on, on average? Mostly like we try to, what do you, under promise, over deliver. And we, so we say about a week and usually they come in about four or five days. That's a fast turnaround. What's, what's the difference of ordering a book from you versus, you know, the, the clicker place on World Wide web. It's, if we're yep. living here in town, it's it's about the same amount of time. Exactly. And if people are thinking about going on the clicker place, 
then they can, they're more than welcome to also call the store if they don't want to schlep in here. Totally understand. Call us, email us. We'd love to not have you go in the clicker place and to provide the books. So um, anyway, anyone wants to get in touch with our store, we really appreciate the business. And that's the only way we're going to be able to stay in business. So, so again, really appreciate it. But for now, we can keep the lights on. It's all good. I appreciate you for keeping the, the lights on. Um, I'm, I'm also curious about your website. Can, can people shop or put requests in? And, and what is your website? Yes, it's just valleybookstore.com. It doesn't ha- it has a selection of books. I wouldn't say it's vast, but we de- you can definitely buy books online or s- shoot us an email through the website. It's info at valleybookstore.com or you can just email me wendy at bookstore at valleybookstore.com and uh, with ideas or can you get this book in and we'll respond within hours. I mean, we really appreciate the fact that we understand that people have a choice of where they buy their books and want to just make it as convenient and, and easy as possible. So email us, go on our website, look for it, but or call whatever's most convenient. We really appreciate it. Thanks for helping me plug the store stuff in. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, that's yeah. why I wanted to have you as a, as a guest, Wendy is a, a book is so important. And my wife and I read books. We've been reading books to our children since they were born. I mean, it started with that routine, that night routine. We were graced enough that we could read books to our children. And now, I mean, it's like tearing them away from a book. We were in the store the other day and they're like, well, we want a book. And I would much rather buy a book than a toy any day of the week. And they both picked out what they wanted and they left happy and they both went home and read their books. And the the youngest one who's five, he really can't read, but he's learning to recognize words and letters. He's getting there, but he looks at a book and he said, I just read it. And (laughs) it's that process. That's so important. Yeah, I agree. And, and that is also so inspiring of how many families come in and are encouraging their kids to buy books and they're there to buy books to read to their kids. It's really just a nice tradition. And, you know, these, if you've got a book, you're never going to be alone. So if you can teach a young person to love and appreciate reading, Mm -hmm. it's going to provide solace along the way. I'm sure of it. I have a personal question for you. Oh, please. <laughs> Do you have any books in your personal collection that you received in previous years where somebody gave you a gift and inscribed something inside the book? Yes. Well, when I was, um, after I bought the store, my I have three wonderful stepdaughters and they actually asked all of my closest friends and family to send me a book that would go on my personal shelf of whatever their favorite book was and inscribe it. So I have a whole bookshelf actually of, Mm. of books. And what I love is just picking them up and seeing what they love. And I feel connected to them if I know that I love the book too. And that um, it's really a special part of my office that people probably just think is back stock, but is actually all Mm. of the books that my friends and family love, which was just mm. really nice. And like my stepdaughter sent me a prayer for Owen Meaning. 
and John Irving. And she said, this was the book that, you know, made me start to love to read as a young person. And I was like, oh my gosh, I loved that book as a young person too. It's so nice. So what's the name of that book again, Wendy? A Prayer for Owen Meany. Prayer for Owen. Owen. Meany. Meany. I'm going to look that up. I haven't read it, but I bet my kids would like to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. They're a little young. Oh, okay. Well, in, in time. In time. Yeah. In the, time. We'll get there. So I have some books that are inscribed. One I have that my great-grandmother gave to my grandfather. Oh, my gosh. That's so special. Yes. My grandfather's built, born in 1904, and I think he received the book in about 1912 or 1913, and it was about Abraham Lincoln. And you have to remember, think about night receiving a book back then. He was still a pretty current figure, even though he had been passed away for many years at that point. I mean, that was still kind of current times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my mom is no longer with us. And I have a book called Are You My Mother? It's one of the Dr. Seuss books. And she has an inscription in there in the same year that I was born. And I still have that book. And um, just a a few others here and there that that I have that are are special as well. But we also have a a very dear family friend, Miss Jerry. And for when the boys were born, she, for the first few years, she would send them a book and write an inscription for them in the book. And, and they know that that's their book from Miss Jerry. And, and my wife has books that some of her family friends gave her or her parents gave her as a child. And we still have those and they're just beautiful to have. And even though it's on the shelf for many years before you pick it up again, it's, it's something that's always, always with you. Yes. I love that. That's so nice. And such a nice, such a nice idea that we should maybe Mel also mention to your listeners next time you're looking for a gift, just giving somebody a book that you enjoy is like just giving them a part of yourself. And I just, it's really nice. And so many people come in here looking for books and we wrap the presents and we're also, also love providing recommendations too. I, I, pre- yes, we've gone and bought many gifts at the bookstore for birthday um, parties. <laughs> That's, Thank you, Thank you that's for the an day. easy thing to do. Yeah. Well, Wendy, this I've so enjoyed the time that we've gotten to spend together. And, you know, I, I like what you had just said. Um, give a gift of, of yourself and, and write a little inscription for somebody and put a smile on somebody's face with, with a book um, because it can last forever. Yes. I love that. Thank you. I'm so glad that, um, that you like that too. And, uh, <laughs> Um, I know others do too, because they're all great customers of the store and we really appreciate the support in the business. And we're, I'm really proud to own this store and carry on Steve Ashley's legacy. And I'm really proud of the people I work with. So we look forward to seeing you and your listeners and thanks for the business and all the support. You got it, Wendy. Thank you for, for being here and carrying on the legacy as well of a Valley bookstore. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. Bye. To learn more about Wendy and Valley Bookstore, visit thejacksonholeconnection.com, episode number 156. Thank you to Michael Morey, who does the editing and marketing every week of this episode, and to the support of my wife and boys. Thank you very much. I sure hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I look forward to seeing you back for the next episode of The Jackson Hole Connection.